Hello, my friends. A remarkable 68% of Americans, including 77% of young people, now support the right to join a union. That's extraordinarily high by historic standards. And yet, despite this, and despite the victories at Starbucks and the noteworthy efforts by Amazon warehouse workers, the rate of union membership in America has fallen to its lowest in 70 years, now a bare 6% of private sector employees. Republicans hate unions. Democrats won't abolish the filibuster, so don't have the votes to strengthen unions. But the fortunes of American unions and workers are looking up, notwithstanding, because of a person you probably never heard of, in the most important job you probably didn't know existed. Her name is Jennifer Abruzzo. A year ago, she was confirmed on a party-line vote to be general counsel of the National Labor Relations Board. The NLRB, National Labor Relations Board, hears cases, makes rulings, sets binding precedents about what does and doesn't constitute a violation of America's labor laws. Its general counsel is the agency's chief prosecutor, directing roughly 500 attorneys across the nation's 26 regional offices, which gives Abruzzo a huge say over how the private sector may or may not treat American workers. Installing Jennifer Abruzzo as the NLRB's general counsel is the single most significant initiative the Biden administration has taken for working people so far. Now, Abruzzo is no newcomer to the agency. She spent 23 of her 58 years as an attorney there, starting as a field attorney in Miami and rising to deputy general counsel during the Obama administration. But she has taken her new job as general counsel by storm, instructing her attorneys to make it far more costly for employers to illegally fire workers for trying to form unions. American companies have been charged with violating federal law in over 40% of all union election campaigns. But until Abruzzo came on the job, the worst that could happen to them was the equivalent of a of a slap on the wrist. Starbucks has fired more than 20 union leaders. Amazon fired a union leader for missing work, even though he was on leave to care for a COVID-stricken family member. Abruzzo wants to get workers who have been illegally fired back into their jobs immediately while their organizing campaigns are still going on. She's getting courts to compel this by arguing that waiting for the legal process to unfold will simply be too late. She's also getting back pay for these workers that covers their financial losses as well as lost wages, including their withdrawals from savings and retirement funds, loans, credit card fees. And she wants employers to compensate unions for expenses incurred in fighting their illegal behavior. She's hit Starbucks hard, filing a total of 19 complaints accusing Starbucks of 81 illegal labor practices, including spying on workers, firing more than a dozen pro-union workers, and closing stores in retaliation for unionizing. The Starbucks Workers Union also wants her to file a complaint against the company for giving raises and improved benefits to baristas at non-union stores, but not to workers at stores that have already unionized. 
and she may. She wants employers to recognize a union once a majority of workers sign cards saying they want one, thereby returning to a 1949 National Labor Relations Board rule. We should not be allowing those employers to delay recognition so they can coerce these workers to think differently or choose differently, she says. She aims to make it illegal for employers to require workers to attend what are called captive audience meetings to hear management's case against unionizing. The union seeking to organize Amazon's warehouse workers in Bessemer, Alabama, has alleged that Amazon is doing exactly this. She believes that misclassifying workers as independent contractors is itself an illegal labor practice, one which the board can remedy by finding that the workers are employees and thus eligible to unionize. She argues that graduate students and college athletes can unionize. She's recommitting the National Labor Relations Board to protecting the rights of immigrants to organize regardless of their immigration status. Now, Abruzzo can't make any of this happen by waving a wand. She and her 500 attorneys must first win cases before administrative law judges and then the National Labor Relations Board. These are already underway, and there's a good chance she will win before the board with a new board Democratic majority. Many companies that lose will appeal the board's decisions to the federal courts, and some of these cases will probably end up at what's become a viciously anti-labor Supreme Court. But it normally takes years for NLRB rulings to reach the highest court, by which time a new generation of young workers at Starbucks, at tech companies, retail outlets, and even universities may have gained a real voice for the first time in a generation. If so, Jennifer Abruzzo will deserve a lot of the credit. What she says is, quote, We are a neutral, independent federal agency, but we have a pro-worker congressional mandate and I'm going to vigorously protect the right of workers to self-organize, join a union, and bargain collectively with representatives of their own choosing. She's on her way to doing this, folks. All power to her.